confusion, chaos, and the lack of direction can lead to a whole lot of laughter, especially when, as a couple, you go through life together without the gift of sight. Join Clark and Carrie Roberts as they do life in tandem, the blind leading the blonde. Or is that the blonde leading the blind? Clark and Carrie invite you into real conversations about life, marriage, adversity, and executing your life's vision without being able to see your vision. Humor, dog stories, and insightful discussions with friends. Did we mention there'll be humor? So hit subscribe, pour yourself a cup of deliciousness, and tune in to Coffee, Coffee with, with Clark, Clark and Carrie. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Coffee with Clark and Carrie. And we have a wonderful guest that we're welcoming back again that I know that you all are going to want to hear. And um, we have Mike Flood with us again. Thanks Absolutely. for having me. Absolutely. Thank so Mike, I, I have a question for you. What, what, how do you feel about getting blindsided and blondsided? I love it. <laughs> well, knowing you two, I know that it's going to be fun. So yeah, I look forward to it. So you don't have any problem with this whole blind leading the blonde and blonde leading the blind thing? No, I think it's pretty funny. I love the saying. <laughs> I think where are you going to take us, dear? Where are you going to take us, right? I know. It's like, you know something? We never know where we're going to go. We just trust God with the footsteps. Absolutely. And that's what we do. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah. So we're really excited. I'll tell you something. Um, the last episode that we did with Mike was amazing. And um, we if got... You, a, if you have not listened to that yes. yet, you need to. And you're going to be encouraged, uh, finding out some things, finding out... Um, information about how to become and be that great leader that you want to be and and yeah it's just great stuff so yeah and I think one of the things too that you know again that we forgot about is that please go grab your cup of deliciousness now I know that people can actually see when the podcast is dropping and they're being intentional about the fact that they're going to our podcast and they are going to listen to it so hopefully you've already prepared yourself a little bit in getting that wonderful cup of deliciousness and because conversation and coffee and tea is always best when shared together. Absolutely. We're not drinking wine, I guess, right? We, we're not, but you know no. something? We've actually told people that if you'd rather have a glass of wine or a glass of beer, <laughs> we had one of our one of our um, podcasters, um, one of our interviews, Bruce Hudson, it was great. And he's like, wait, you didn't tell me we could do wine. I'm like, oh, Bruce, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> so, well, I just, I wanted to just welcome you back again and, um, and again, just tell you just what an impact. I, I know that there is no way possible for us to truly let our listeners know the impact that you have had, not only on the lives of the people that you work directly with, but on the community. Being a part of the Coast Guard, being a part of the Seahawks organization, being a part of the fraternity at WSU, which I know is something that you hold very, very near and dear to your heart. And you've walked with them through a lot of challenges and trials. Um, with, with the WSU guys. With the WSU yeah. guys. Yeah. And I would love for you to share a little bit about um, just kind of over these years, what's that meant? Because you actually, you, you guys have fostered the Seahawks and, and the organization. I mean, you foster kind of that relationship with some of these young men. Well, certainly we do in, in community work, but as far as the fraternity goes at WSU, when, uh, when we left, that house was pretty old and it only lasted a few more years and it got torn down. So uh, some, after Paul had made a lot of money with Microsoft, he talked about rebuilding it. And uh, I got stationed in the West finally from my Coast Guard years, flying airplanes for the Coast Guard. And uh, I was with him at a Blazers game because he had purchased right. the Portland Trailblazers by then. 
And I said, how's the fraternity uh, going, the project to rebuild it? And he said, it's not going at all. I haven't got anybody that has uh, taken action yet. And I said, do you want me to do it? And he said, yeah, sure. So I worked with him and his sister, Jody for years. And we eventually found uh, property where we were before, same, same site after looking at other places, it just didn't work out. And I became the project manager to rebuild that place. And then now for the last 25 years since it's been rebuilt, I've been the head of the alumni board, working with the guys in the house. We have a live-in advisor to make sure that people are living safely there and that they're inspired to take care of each other. And uh, that, that live-in advisor works with the executive board of the house to develop them into leaders, let them lead, but with uh, certain guidelines. There's no, no drink, drinking or drugs in the house, uh, and we, we want a diverse group of brothers that, that take good care of each other. So I was just over there a couple weeks ago to talk to our guys about how things are going at the university. You know, some tough things that happened over there at right. WSU in Idaho. Yep. Yep. Yes. And yes. I wanted to see how our guys are doing. And, and we bring them to a Seahawks game every year. And we're trying to stay in touch with those guys so that they know that people care about it, but we have expectations too on how they treat each other and to live safely while they're there. Wow. I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I love hearing everything you're saying and talking about as far as community and the fact of, you know, whether it's the fraternity brothers, whether it's individuals from the Seahawks organization, or whether it's your friends or people from the military, it's not about going in alone. You know, finding those individuals who will support you, encourage you, and I'm sure along the way, sometimes I know in my life I've had to have a few little kicks in the butt, uh, but it's it, but it's doing it with others in community, and that's awesome. I, I love hearing everything that you're saying about that. Well, a lot of the things that that we do individually <clears throat> blend into what we as a Seahawks community team are doing, and there's we have a a team of six men and women here in community and one of the biggest things we've known noticed now or it's been heightened is since the COVID days is that mental health how we approach each each other and, and our own lives is so critical so we're and this this goes for the the kids that we work with in community the veterans that we work with in community the uh, former players when they take that uniform off and wonder who they're all about for everybody we have to support each other and connect with each other in a way that gives people hope when, when times are tough. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what we're trying Absolutely. to do for kids and everybody else. And, and the young men and women who work in this department here are focused on that. And as Carrie and I talked about earlier, it's how you leave people with either one engagement or a series of engagements where they feel like uh, they've got support, they've got a human connection, and that life isn't as, as tough as it might appear to be in the media. Yeah, and I think that <clears throat> I know I know that we have gone through some very very challenging times, not only with COVID and then the outcome. We call it the dog years of COVID. <laughs> it just kind of keeps dragging on a little bit, but <clears throat> that anxiety and depression that has come out of that and that feeling of isolation that a lot of people feel has been um, magnified, yeah, even more so. And I do know, you know, that we, we speak of. Uh, Moscow and, and you know U of I and, and Pullman with WSU um, some tragic things that have happened um, and and honestly there's been a lot of tragedy across the US and a lot of those touched touched us very closely and very deeply 
And do you believe that that it is crucial to have that leadership and mentorship in these fraternities and sororities that really with those expectations and people walking alongside to let these young people know because we don't know where they're coming from where they're home you know everybody has a story but you don't know what that story is that moment you have to connect with them you have a moment to be able to breathe into them encourage them lift them up and let them know that they're valued and that they have a voice when maybe you don't know if they've ever had that before yeah that's the same as we face with the people that we work with in in community we, we try and work in areas where life isn't uh, I guess life's not easy for anybody but in areas that are tougher economically we're trying to give people that same feeling and mentorship but you know one of the big things you can do is if you can encourage people and foster in people a desire for them to help someone else out the faster you can you can get somebody into service for someone else I met a a guy who was a Marine uh, recently at a community thing we were doing for homeless vets, and uh, he wasn't even having a great day. We weren't down there just to see him, but I ended up talking to him for a while and found out some things about him while the rest of the group was going on a tour. And now that guy, in, in that short encounter, he's now doing stuff for other veterans, and he's he's found purpose and just kind of rekindled something inside of him. Mm-hmm. So now he's serving other people, and he's fired up to do it, and he's taking better care of himself. And that's what we want to do for everybody we meet, because the sooner that people serve e- each other, the uh, the greater life is for each one of us. Oh, absolutely, oh, absolutely. And I think that um, one of the things that you talk about is it is one thing to be successful in life, which Mike, you've had a lot of success. You've met a lot of successful people, but it is what you were just talking about that brings that significance. Yeah, yeah, it's way yeah. more long-lasting than how new your car is or right. how big oh, your house absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and I do believe that you know when you take your eyes off of yourself and you put absolutely. them onto someone else, mm-hmm. you have that ability then to, like you just said, I mean, you get rekindled. You get you think you think you're blessing that other person, but it's honestly you're getting so much back out of this that you oh, had absolutely. no idea it was going to come back to you. Yeah, you absolutely. just tap into the river of life that is oh, yeah. running through all of us, and the that. more you're in the river, the sweeter life is. I know, oh, I, I know, I know that in, in the early early years of our marriage, when I would go speak primarily in a in a school, whatever whatever the age group, I mean, I would come back so energized and full of adrenaline. <laughs> it was almost like Carrie had to pull me down off the ceiling. It's like going, you know, come on now. Yeah. So ostensibly, it's about them listening to you, but it's but in the end, it's for you. It's what you got up from being engaged with them. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think oftentimes that that's unexpected, unexpected. So I want you to know right now that Mike is reaching under the table and petting Aurelia. <laughs> so Do not tell Clark. I didn't ask for for our listeners that cannot see. I'm also telling my husband because you can see right there. This is why Mike is only batting or, or throwing. I don't know, fifty percent. Asking permission. <laughs> asking permission. <laughs> I, I, I've got all of his contact information. I'll send him an invoice for, for, for petting services. But, so, but so Mike, I would love to talk a little bit about um, your connection to community with kindness because I know that, um, I mean, again, it, it, is, it is amazing to me, and I know just even listening to you, I think you had a revelation in, in an earlier episode where you didn't truly realize that significance of like Paul reaching out to you in that moment and, and saying, hey, you know, or, or excuse me, not Paul, but um, 
the, like a, a senior pilot in the Coast Guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you know just just what that meant and and how significant that was. But we we met because you heard about us through we had come to you regarding an auction item. We'd come to the Seahawks organization for our very first fundraiser that was, that was a dining your first in, one? that was yeah, uh, dining in the dark at Infusion fun. Bar and Grill up yeah. in Snoqualmie Ridge in Washington. And um, and you reached out afterwards um, and said, said, "Hey, you can, were I, coming. can I come? Can I?" Come? We were like, "Yeah, you can come," and that's how we met. Oh yeah, that is how I, we I'd met. I've forgotten that. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was a completely. It's like I don't believe in coincidence. I think that God has purpose and intention with everything that happens in our life. It's how we choose to look at it, and that was the beginning of getting to know you in your heart and really seeing that you have a huge heart for kindness and you have a huge heart. For community which has been shown of course with all of your years of service here and the Coast Guard and everything else that you've done but talk a little bit about you know just your walk in the community with kindness well, I do remember the day that I and the reason I went up to see you is because I want to learn something about how you see life and and I did that night so then and it was it was a, you have a beautiful view so then we became friends I think after that so it wasn't about the dog <laughs> no, not then. It quickly, maybe the continuing relationship came because of the talk. I told my wife this morning, I said, uh, Clark and Carrie are coming today, so I get to pet Aurelia. So, I love oh, that. Oh, my goodness. It's interesting because in my book, there's a section called Connection by Alicia because it's all of those people that I'm connected to. So, But, yeah. But, I mean, I, I, I know, I mean, Carrie and I both know that you do a whole lot of work in in and around the act of kindness, and that is important to you. So, um, you know how, and I'm sure that that's important not only for the schools but also uh, in the community for the Hawks. Yeah, it's inter interesting. I guess doing an interview to to think about doing things for the reason of kindness, and I don't I don't really know how to put these things into words because that's not. That's not what you're thinking about. I think if you're thinking, oh, I can really go help somebody, it's not just that. It's uh, it's the whole human connection yeah. and being able to uh, be a part of people's lives where, like you said, you learn something from other people. Well, it's a two-way street. So mm -hmm. what we do here, and first of all, we've got an, a, a, an opportunity because we're the Seattle Seahawks and the team is is beloved by so many people. And we can foster that by being out there, and we do. We, we hope to be, in the competitive world, we hope to do more with uh, with our former players and with our current players than any other team, just so that we know that we maximize our opportunity. But we've got that platform. It's, it's amazing what you can do. You talked about a young man who's going through uh, brain cancer right now and is a big fan. And, and we so we talked about bringing him to here to take a, to a tour of the place on Saturday and just bring him in and heck we get to do that all the time all the time for people who are going facing really tough situations and <clears throat> that's for young and old so for us to be able to do that and, and everybody on our staff appreciates their opportunity it's not just a job so that yeah kindness mm. is in there and, and your heart is a big part of what you're doing but just being a a human being and enjoying each other's company is, is a lot of it too. And making sure that you don't waste your opportunity to do something. And everybody's got an opportunity every day to do something for, with somebody else. There's a, there was a, uh, a saying that I put up on the board here a few years ago. I think it was from Khalil Gibran and it said, 
Uh, I slept and I dreamt that life was all joy. I woke and I saw that life was service. I served and I realized that service was joy. And wow. that's, that's wow. how it is for us. I love wow. that. Yeah. I love wow. that. It, it does go so much deeper than like you were saying. It's, it's not, those are the outcomes. You know, those those moments, those smiles, those those actions of kindness, those are the outcomes of what happens when you build relationship, when you're intentional mm-hmm. about building relationships and investing in other people's lives to to bring them encouragement and inspiration and mentorship. And, and you pray that it brings good change and that it ripples, right? Yeah, yeah, you do. And, and then if, uh, in a lot of cases, there's continuing relationships out of these things where Oh, yeah. They're they're part of. I'm sure it's the same for you that people you met and ostensibly you're doing something for somebody else. You became friends, mentors, parents, whatever it might be, and then uh, the extension of life experiences goes through all these other people that you met and enlivens your own life and, and the life of my wife too. Uh, I love the, that. The, the, Thank the, you. Yeah. The thing the thing that I heard you say too is you know when you're when you're bringing somebody in to do one of these tours and whatnot, it's for them, it's for the people who, who who live and work here, it's not just a job. It's an opportunity, an opportunity to touch somebody's life and to help them to understand a little bit more about who they are and what they're going through and giving them a little bit of hope and encouragement. Yeah, and for all the effort that they put into supporting the Seahawks, to realize that the team, there's a true connection between the team and them, we call them the Twelves. Yeah. Absolutely. The Absolutely. Team of the, twelves. the Twelves, yeah. And you know, one thing I'd like to mention, because I don't want to take, uh, for me or even our department to take credit for these, the things that we get to do, but our booster clubs, we have 41 chapters from Germany to uh, South America and certainly here in the Northwest, but all over the country. I was just on a call with them last night about communication and leadership. Uh, and. And we, luckily, now Zoom has become a more, more teams have become a, a good way to communicate. So we get together and talk about things that every one of those chapters, unlike any other booster club I've ever heard, every one of them does community work and they track their hours and the money and the causes and they report that back to the team. So we're all in this together. Mm. And wow. it becomes a, an army or if you want to call them uh, disciples or uh, evangelists for the team. So the Seahawks use that platform as Paul Allen envisioned back in the beginning when he said, I want this team to be a, a force on and off the field. The, now we've got these 41 chapters and 11,000 members who are out there doing things in their community. And then we all get together maybe on a Seahawk day if we're in, in their part of the country and celebrate together. But it, it's kind of a big family developed out of this. And all the, and hopefully we're, we're making our communities better and counteracting the, the, the troubles that you see in, in media. Wow, I, you know, I just, mm. I learn so much from you every time we're together. I, th- I think one of the things that, that maybe just is, is reinforced is that you have such a beautiful heart and, and passion for people and community. And, and you, you, you don't do this because it's your job, you do it because it's your purpose. And I think that, you know, you kind of alluded to that earlier, that it's like, you know, when you serve someone else, when you, when you, you know, get out and encourage people to get out there and, and serve. So it's like for all of our listeners, if you're not involved in volunteering or involved in mentoring or involved in even like volunteering for a place at a library or a school where a child can read to you, 
right? Any, any type of volunteering and, and reaching into someone else's life to lift them up, it instills in you all of a sudden, you kind of start getting this direction for where your purpose is. And, yeah. and then they, they instill, then they understand that they were mentored or they were encouraged and hopefully that's gonna continue on through generations. Yeah, hopefully yeah. it just brings you back to a, that uh, beauty in life that runs through everybody. And when you find that, it's, it's uh, relaxing and inspiring. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I hear you talking about com you know, community and connections and conversations. And, you know, and then all of that just brings about this, this beautiful um, picture that, that I think that sometimes you have to kind of, you know, you frame it in a way, like you were saying, it's sometimes hard to put into words, you know, all of the good things and the opportunity that you've been given. To, to do this. You know, our players realize that too, and a lot of times when they're, when they're playing, they're so focused on the game and all the attention that you get out of that, but as the years go on, and for some people, as soon as they get to the team, they're doing things in the community, but for others, they realize that uh, they can be a factor in other people's lives when they're done playing, not just by what they did on the field, but by what they're doing for other people based on the fact that they played for us. Right. Or played Absolutely. in the NFL. So that's great. So then we have a an army that's united with these guys too. And it gives everybody needs purpose, right? Clark, I mean Absolutely. Gotta Absolutely. Have purpose. And and that's what they realize and we get to do these things together. And with purpose, whether you come out of the uniform in the military or come out of the uniform in the NFL, no matter how much money you made in the NFL, purpose is the is the main thing. And then like yeah. you said, Carrie, sharing uh, kindness with each other brings together the both the kindness and the purpose. Wow. I think, Mike, it's like, you know, I, I love how you were saying coming out of the uniform. I think that one of the things that, that, that is so important for what I'm hearing you say and for our listeners and for people to understand too is that you are not defined by that uniform. You are not defined by that moment. Clark is not defined by his blindness. We are defined by the things that we choose to do in our life that bring purpose not only to ourselves but to others. Well, that's a great analysis or a great uh, encapsulation of what we're talking about. I love that. Absolutely. And it doesn't end, right? Absolutely. It doesn't Absolutely. end. You take off the uniform and you just step into that next thing that, that God has for you. That next season, that next purpose, that next uh, career, but it's always continuing moving and forward and you know and it, as as you're stating not allowing it to to define you but finding out what you can continue to move moving forward and serve and and we don't want kids to feel defined either by things that they read on social media which right. oh absolutely that's that's one of the biggest things we're trying to counteract so the things we're talking about in terms of kindness and, and human connection you hope that you can be one more good factor in a kid's life so that when somebody starts bullying them they don't feel like that's the end of their life. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think right now, I think what we have, you know, we have the ability to let everyone know, it's like, you know, we've got choices to make. Yep. And, and goodness to do and purpose in our heart. And and if you don't feel that, if you don't feel like you have that, reach out to someone. Don't, you know, don't try to go it alone, right? Yeah, and but take care of yourself. Because yes. a Absolutely. lot of these things we're talking about, I know from having uh, had some illnesses inside of me that it's hard to, to, to feel that and be enlivened when, when you're not feeling good. So right. you gotta eat well and get some exercise and take care of yourself and maybe even your own habits of you know taking some time at the beginning of the day to, to uh, 
just focus on your own breathing or what you want to do that day but take care of yourself so that you're able to to serve other people and, and feel enjoyment out of the things that you get to do in life mm. Mm. well i think that's a great way to end this one we definitely would you come back another time yeah thanks we, I'd love we'd to. love to have you and, come and back I'd another love to time introduce you to some of our former players who, oh, who feel who share the interests that you guys are both involved with we would love yeah, that that would be awesome we would love that'd that. be amazing well, wow, this has been, this is a little bit of a quicker one, and but I'm just so excited that we were able to have this time. And so, once again, Clark Roberts, walk mm. us out. <laughs> like, share. Yes, like. Subscribe. Make sure you like, you share, you subscribe. But more than that, remember that life is a gift. Unwrap the gift, cherish the gift, and share the gift wherever you go, whatever you do, and whoever you are with. And this has been Coffee with Clark. Carrie. And Mike. Mike, thank you for joining us. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions or comments, please be sure to ask. Don't forget to like, share, or subscribe so that you do not miss one episode of Coffee with Clark and Carrie.